Hey there, welcome back. It's Kathleen. This is This Insecure Life, and I hope you are doing rad today. All right, so it's weird when you cast to your TV to listen to yourself and your face is really big on screen and you're like, oh damn, I should probably get better quality photos (laughs) because you just only ever use your cell phone. Um, that being said, (laughs) that all happened because I listened to the episode from two weeks ago, uh, before my training and, uh, we're here to do a follow-up. What, what? Um, yeah, that training was really intense and it seems like forever ago at this point. The Friday night um, was very, very cold. So if you've, it's so weird because we don't notice in spaces how our body feels until you're just sort of sitting in them, right? Until you're like not moving around, you're just sitting and learning and it's bananas. So despite being cold, we did a lot of talking about PTSD and triggers and how to see if someone's disassociating or having a flashback or, you know, these things that happen in our bodies and in our minds because we're trying to deal with or process or sometimes not the events that have brought us to where we're at. So I left and It's this weird buzzing I get in my body. That's the easiest way for me to say it. It's like an energetic tingling. You know pins and needles when you're like legs fall asleep or hands fall asleep or you sleep funny and that feeling? It's like that but my entire being just felt on edge and um, I wasn't expecting that multiple times throughout the night I did almost cry um just from how I was feeling about yoga in general the stuff that's happened in yoga that has made me anxious about um practicing and now teaching and then just other life trauma that comes up um but what was said on Friday that really hit me and, and I took through the weekend and I think it's so poignant and really relevant to how I have lived my life and who I am just overall. Um, the facilitator repeatedly stated that healing cannot happen in isolation and that is the purpose of yoga being brought into these spaces that people have a lot of trauma in because it's within that group setting it's within that moving together that breathing together that being together whether they choose to just sit there or not um that those are the places that we're really going to find healing. And if you know me, 
and maybe you've picked up on it in the podcast. I'm not sure. That is not how I've ever approached healing. I very much go it alone. And and there's reasons for that. They might not be logical, but there are reasons. And I'm trying to get better at asking for help. My my big thing lately has been, yeah, I definitely need help for certain things, but when I ask, I want to be able to be specific because that's that's what is actually helpful, right? If you are in need of something, someone can't really help you if you can't tell them what it is. And so that's where it gets tricky for me because sometimes I don't know what it is that will help. Um... Most of the rest of the weekend was a lot of practicing. So shorter classes, um, I'd say 15, 20, 25 minute classes to really teach us the language of uh, trauma-informed yoga. So how to teach by using your language. I mean, there are certain things that are pretty understandable that... um, I think are easier to remember and integrate you know no no hands-on adjustments not a big fan of those in general um for myself I do think they can be beneficial but uh I would rather do hands-on adjustments once I really know someone and how they move and whether it seems functional or not and then really having that discussion so for me hands-on adjustments seems better suited to smaller class sizes little bit more time potentially just one-on-ones so easy peasy for me to not do um one of the interesting things was no approaching from behind and uh, I am notoriously maybe I I don't hover at the back of a space when I teach but I do like to get all the angles so um I will move through the space and be at the back or be at the side um and just the perception of how someone with trauma may feel in that space it was again one of those things where it's like oh yes easy to implement I understand but the language um so language of invitation and language of inquiry no one is ever required to do anything and I stand by this in regular yoga classes whether you have trauma or not don't ever do anything that doesn't feel good in your body in a yoga class or in life probably pretty sound advice um but how that appears is so different from a studio class or even a class in a community center any sort of group setting it's just wild lots of options and lots of you can do this you can also do this you can not do either of those things um so more words than in my og training (laughs) 
and slower speaking. And then inquiry is sort of where um, I feel like I'm at anyways. I feel like I always want people to notice the sensations in their body. Um, And there's no judgment in that. It's just, oh, in this posture, my right hip hurts. That's not negative or positive. It's just what is. Or noticing how things show up in the body. Does your pain that you move into get into a pigeon pose um, so that your shin is sort of across the mat, <laughs> can be parallel or not, your knee is off to the side, and then you're setting your opposite leg back behind you. And you can do it upright, you can fold forward, but it can cause a lot of pain. And so any posture that could potentially cause pain, which is all of them, <laughs> but specifically let's talk about pigeon if it's showing up in your hips how does it show up and how can we move your body to adjust it so are you getting sharp shooting pain um is it more dull and achy because it's gonna just sort of speak to what's going on in you and give you better insight introspection i think is the word that they used so that was that was a lot of it. It was a lot of um, words. It was a lot of training the terminology. It was a lot of working together, which is not my favorite thing to ever do. Um, but yeah, we had to put on our own class to essentially pass the course, which is also one of the big reasons that I wanted to do this particular training in person because they do have an online option um but doing it in person meant that I could get that piece out of the way a little bit more easily the teaching piece and we got feedback and the funny thing is (laughs) it was sort of opposite feedback than I had gotten less than a month earlier three weeks earlier was the complete opposite feedback that I immediately ground to space that I am very aware of students needs and right now I'm starting to tear up and so I apologize if my voice wavers um but that is what I want to bring to all my classes whether it is a trauma class with a group of people who need a little bit of manipulation in how I normally speak so that they feel safe or whether it is in a regular group yoga class where everyone has trauma of some respect but they've hit a point where they can be in that space and pretty much be okay um wherever I'm teaching whoever I'm teaching I just want them to feel Like they can move through, they can breathe, and that I'm there with them. And so, while (laughs) I'm trying to move away from outside validation for myself, that moment was really important to me and obviously has stuck with me because it was a part of me that I was feeling like maybe I should never teach again because I'm missing that really important piece. 
when I teach, yeah, there is a part that is very much teaching for myself, right? Like, we don't do things... Oh my god, I'm flashing to the, like, telethon episode in Friends where Phoebe's trying to find a selfish or a selfless good deed. Um, Most things have that little bit of... mm, it lights your heart up. It feels really good to do, even if you're helping someone else. And that's that's okay. Um, but while it is, in some ways, my class, it's really the people who show up their class. And who shows up always changes the energy of the space. And what's needed in the space changes based on who's in the space. So I've always tried to operate on that principle. And so um, hearing that I was sort of doing that in different words really was what I needed. And I'm not at the point where I feel like I can pop into a studio yet. Um... I'm definitely getting there. There is a drive, there's an urge, but there's still a lot of hesitation. And so I do ultimately think this training was healing in a lot of ways for me um, with a lot more to go. And also really helpful to what I can take to students um, of various degrees of experience and that means yoga and life. (laughs) I guess what I wasn't expecting from the training was it was was hosted by a phenomenal organization and so it did become a little bit of a recruitment for um them to gain volunteers which is totally okay it just it felt like more time was spent on that than maybe like it it could have just been reduced um and still had the same impact i think But that is just my opinion. (laughs) That being said, um, I don't want to get too far into this, but (laughs) in re-listening, which is weird, it's weird to listen to your own stuff. I don't know. Um, It makes me very uncomfortable in a lot of ways. And I was trying to decorate my tiny Christmas tree while it was happening and it was just the lights are a disaster (laughs) but I mean you know sort of how I got into practicing and falling in love with yoga and the thing is that as both a student and a teacher I have I have had trauma in and out of the space and so while it may not be on a grand scale um, for, you know, the world in regards to trauma. Um, I've experienced it and I've had it and it 
has impacted who I am as every experience impacts who we are. You are and I am the sum of our life experience. If one of those things hadn't happened to you, you, we wouldn't be who we are in this exact moment. For good, for bad, that's sort of the truth of it. And there are things that happened that I didn't even realize were kind of inappropriate. Um, Even though I felt funny in my body, it didn't feel right. Um, I definitely have had some inappropriate hands-on adjustments, which is maybe where my aversion comes to. Um, I had a male teacher in one of the early classes I was taking do some not very kosher adjustments. And the fact that I can remember exactly how I felt in the moment um, shows that it wasn't a good thing for me because it does put my hackles up. And I remember after the adjustment, my practice got all wonky too in that class. Like I just wasn't able to focus the same way. I was hyper aware um, of where he was in the space. And it also impacted where I actually put my mat in the room going forward. So all these little things that occur have sort of built into my headspace when it comes to yoga. And I say it because I usually give up on things. <laughs> I have a lot of stints of passions for, you know, a year and a half, two years. And then it becomes like mm, too much. So the fact that I have A, been teaching for six years almost and B, been practicing for longer than that um, is really important to me. And I want to move forward because as much as our past has brought us to who we are in this moment, in the next moment, our future is wide fucking open. And yeah, we can't manufacture our experiences, but we do get to choose who's in our life and we do get to choose what we want to do with our time. And that is freeing in a lot of ways. (laughs) And really scary in a lot of ways. But I know that I have a lot to give in so many things, but in the yoga world. There's a lot to be said. There's a lot I want to say. There's a lot I want to do. And that means figuring out how to move through all the things the people, the studios, the moments that really hurt me. And I'll get there. (laughs) And um, this episode is going to be long enough, so I'm not going to start diving into 
some of the things that really fucked with my um my boundaries and where I saw worth in myself to me yoga is a way to reconnect and to find who you really are it is definitely more a process of unlearning than we give it credit for but a lot of people don't see it that way and it's been very much monetized and become part of capitalism and it is its own system of oppression in a lot of ways too um so there's a lot to say and that doesn't mean I don't wholeheartedly love the practice and love the options I think one of the best things about yoga is there truly is a practice for everyone whether you want to hit something really hard and you're a type A and you just dive in or whether you are so tired at the end of the day that being in four postures with blankets and bolsters and props to calm the fucking nervous system down that much aka restorative (laughs) um you know, there's there's just so many options and places you can mix and match. And if you know where to look, there can be diversity. If you get out of some of the spaces that have been built in maybe not so ethical or with good intention ways. There's a lot of diversity in who you can meet and what they can offer and what you can offer. And it does become a place of healing. And I think that's it. I think that's all I have to say about that training. And I'm not gonna do this sort of sequentially I think that's the word. Um, I'll take a break from talking about yoga for a while. So if you're like, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't. Um, Next week, I might talk about dating again because it's been a wild ride. We're just diving into that too. Um, But we'll see. It really depends on what's going on week by week, day by day, breath by breath what 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 (laughs) um if you haven't noticed yet I laugh a lot at my own jokes or puns or life (laughs) and I enjoy it it's good it's good times I'm really funny (laughs) but if you need to go head out try and lead with love It's a really busy season and we can forget that sometimes. And sometimes leading with love is, you know, taking a step back in the busy time to just do what you need to do. So if you're peacing out, peace out. If you want to take a breath with me, let's take a breath together.
Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.